Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Studio from the Blue Wire Studios here at the Win Las Vegas. So, are you thinking anything differently about this Super Bowl than maybe when we started on Monday? So, we're here Thursday. We've been here for three days. Uh, we're inundated with all these statistics and all these different interviews, and, and we're going to redo all of this stuff come Sunday on Super Bowl today, Sunday as well for four hours. Yep. Um, I'm just wondering, you know, what was your your thought coming in was Patrick Mahomes, right? Yes, because I had been burned twice in the playoffs where I bet on the Bills and then bet on the Ravens and lost. So I, I have to, I, I just couldn't do it again. Uh, I will be rooting for the 49ers. I'd much prefer the 49ers to, to win this Super Bowl. But if I bet the game, I would have to bet the Chiefs. And it, it's just because of that guy. That's it. Well, and Andy Reid, obviously. But I just, I just cannot see him. Now, with all this experience that he's had in Super Bowls and the run that they have had as the underdog and the and the the uh, the road wins, I just don't see him playing a bad game. And and this 49ers defense, maybe they show up and maybe they're the early season version of themselves that was dominant and dominant last year in this game. But they have not been impressive at all through the postseason. No, they've been run on. Yeah. And one of the things that the Kansas City Chiefs have really worked on the last two years, number one, they rebuilt their defense. And number two, Isaiah Pacheco has been the hammer. And, you know, he has run hard. He's run well. And both the Lions and the Packers really ran well against San Francisco. Sitting with Howie last night at dinner, he was like, are Nick Bosa and Chase Young ever going to figure out that there's a wide receiver that is blocking down on them? Or is going to like, you know, crack, crack back block on them because neither one of them did a very good job against either team in those scenarios. Yeah. And how he said, you know, if that were me out there, the first thing I would do is I would try to take that wide receiver's head off. <laughs> he goes, and then this crap will stop. So <laughs> like it's from his perspective, right? So I asked JJ Watt about the same thing and he goes, you know, Boomer, all I care about is getting sacks. And see, that's the problem. When you play against a guy that's all they're thinking about is getting sacks and getting pressure on the quarterback, their aggressiveness can take them out of a game. And it can take them out of a game by not being aware of who's blocking them and where the block's coming from. Or you can run underneath them because they're coming up so wide thinking that they have to get the sack. 
I remember doing that against Bruce Smith. We would use we used to run a lot at Bruce Smith. Not that he was wasn't good against the run. He was, but he was more concerned about getting the sack because they know that they get paid on they get paid by sacks. That's that's their job is to ruin the game. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's sort of what happened with uh, Micah Parsons too in that playoff game. They were they were running at him. Yes, uh, and he did not uh, he did not handle it well. That was so, the Packers. Yeah, the Packers game, right? And well, uh, Aaron Jones was back and he was healthy and. Man, he's one of the better running backs when he is finally healthy. Yeah, and uh, speaking of football, local football, so we were talking about how Mike Kafka was denied an opportunity to be the offensive coordinator for the Seattle Seahawks. Well, they elevated him to assistant head coach now uh, to give him a little more money and say, uh, hey, we want to keep you here and we're uh, a fan of yours and all that stuff. Uh, it really is amazing, though. And I, I know that Daniel Jones had a, a very good year that got him the contract. And this past year, Tommy DeVito, who is an undrafted free agent, was able to win a couple games for them. But the Giants' offense sucks. I mean, they have been terrible. And and Mike Kafka's getting his door knocked on by all these places so much so they got to elevate him to assistant head coach. Well, let's let's also remember it is a relationship that Brian Dayball trusts. You know, so Mike Kafka is not creating waves in the yeah. in the because he was, believe me, they'd let him go. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's a loyal soldier to Brian Dayball, and I think that's what Brian needs. Hey, look, let me just tell you something. You look at these freaking uh, these NFL ranks for this defense. Ugh. I mean, it offense. is brutal. I mean, offense, yeah. it is brutal. Their points per game were thirtieth. Opponents' points per game against them twenty sixth. Uh, their passing yards thirty first. Now they had injuries. It wasn't Daniel Jones throwing the ball, so you have to take that into account. Uh, the takeaways, how about that? Yeah, but wait, but that, yeah. They, take, they had a good takeaway season. So, yeah, this is, but this is so combined offense and defense. Right. I was, I was confused. But I was going to say the takeaways was, yeah. was tied for number one. Wow. And, and I believe it was the Baltimore Ravens was the other team that had 31 takeaways. That's incredible. And they still only won six games. That's one of the reasons why they did win six games. <laughs> That's right. And right. This, this is one of the things I was telling, uh, we were talking about, this game coming up on Sunday is that Patrick Mahomes, the last four games, no turnovers. And it goes back to last year's Super Bowl where he was not sacked and Philadelphia was complaining about the field. But last week, I could tell you that Patrick Mahomes in the second half of the game, dare I say it, was a game manager. Oh, uh-oh, headlines, awful <clears throat> announcing, where are you at? But by the way, they were shut out in the second half last week. Yeah. And, you know, unlike Detroit, who was throwing the ball on fourth down as opposed to kicking field goals to get the uh, the spread back to 17 points, uh, you know, they decided to go for it. Mm -hmm. And then that game flipped. The play that was made was the red zone defense by the Kansas City Chiefs when they knocked the ball out of Zay Flowers' hands. Yep. And they got the ball back on the 20-yard line, and here we go. Here we go. And and Patrick Mahomes and, and Andy Reid managed the game. And kept the clock going as long as they could, and make makes the big throw to Valdez Scantling at the end of the game to get the the, the locked up first down, and and Baltimore kind of just kind of like lost it in a different like they had three turnovers, yeah, and they lost by seven points. Yeah, I, I'm sure you were asked this question a million times, and I probably asked the question as well. But from Brock Purdy's standpoint where you have played all these big games now. You played in an NFC Championship game. You played your first playoff game. You were also in a championship game and got hurt the year prior. How much different does it feel when you take that first snap in the Super Bowl as opposed to 
these other playoff <clears throat> games, or does it? Not well, I, I just by going in, interviewing him, and get the, getting to know him a little bit. I mean, I, I was struck by how calm, how uh, polite, how just understanding of what's happening around him uh, he was. Uh, I, I think he's going to have a good Super Bowl. Um, I don't know how he can have a good Super Bowl. The only way that he does not have a good Super Bowl is if the Chiefs are able to defensively do to him what Baltimore did. And you remember in that Baltimore game, there are a lot of tip passes at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure that Steve Spagnuolo is telling his defensive players, look, man, if you can't get to him, you got, you got to raise your arms. You got to raise, you got to try to tip the ball. We got to try to kind of, uh, you know, move him off his spot, that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, if they're <clears> doing that early in the game and you see a bunch of tip passes, then that, that Chiefs defense is going to be locked in. Right. And the Chief defense has been getting turnovers. Yeah. That, that's the other thing. Um, and the 49er defense has been run against. But you take a look at the numbers that these guys have uh, you know, put up on the in the postseason, you can see how just how clean the sheet is for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. It's just totally clean. Very few mistakes, and he's only been sacked twice in three games. Which is, I mean, incredible. And, and a lot of it has to do with him and his escapability and, and understanding things and feeling the rush and the awareness that you always talk about. It's not all offensive line. It's a lot of that is, is him being able to be him. And they don't have any pre-snap penalties. Yeah. That's the other thing. You know, when uh, I was trying to think, who was it? Uh, it was Houston in their playoff game at wh- wherever they played. I think it was Buffalo. No, was that Buffalo? Yes, it was at Buffalo. They had a million pre-snap penalties. And those penalties killed him. Now, C.J. Stroud. It was Baltimore who they played. You're talking about the playoffs? Yes, it was Baltimore. Baltimore. So it was uh, C.J. Stroud and a rookie quarterback with an offensive line and young guys all jacked up to play Baltimore. And they had probably like five or six pre-snap penalties that killed them. Yeah. And Kansas City didn't have any of those. And already, like a lot of the the chirping is starting because Nick Bosa has said uh, in regards to the Kansas City tackles, you know, what do you think? Uh, oh, they hold a lot. <laughs> of yeah, course, like, get it in there. Yes, of course. Get in the minds of the <clears throat> officials. But I don't think the officials, you know, the officials want to let the guys play. That's the thing. Like, when you get to this level, you got to real, it's got to be a real egregious penalty for them to call it, I think. Yeah. I just, I just think that uh, the NFL wants a high scoring game. They want their offenses to flourish. And they tell these officials, look, man, obviously call the game as you see it. Let's be smart about how we're calling a game. Yeah, you just don't want that to be the story when we're sitting back in this studio on Monday morning talking about how it was a bad call that led to whatever team winning. Because that's just, we've had too much of that this year. Too many of those conversations, NFL officiating, all the things that they have changed to get this right. I just don't want to have that conversation on Monday. You know, I was asked by an NFL executive, you know, Boomer, if you could fix the officiating, how would you do it? I said, I don't think people realize just how fast the game is, how many rules there are, how violent it is, what's going on out there. And sometimes when these officials have to make a judgment call, judgment call could be a pass interference call, could be roughing the passer call, that kind of thing. That's where we get into, like, a, you know, the officials blew a call or something else like that. The other stuff where you can replay, and they are doing expedited replay from New York City, and this started last year in the playoffs. Yeah, and they do have officials, believe it or not, that are a part of the game, but they they're not like officials where they can throw flags. They're standing next to the head coaches on the sideline, and the reason they're doing that with these backup officials 
is to make sure that the head coaches are communicating and getting all the answers that they need while they're screaming and yelling at the guys out on the field making the making the the calls. Yeah, didn't I see, I don't know who said it, one of the former officials, I think one of the broadcast officials, said that there's a chance that, that all of these conversations that they have are, are mic'd up so we could hear what the officials are saying when they're making these calls. I think that the NFL uh, and NFL Films, of course, is miking everybody up. Yeah, but like and, live, and, we could hear it. Well, the other thing, too, is that there is, uh, you know, so the, the referee, the guy who's in charge of the entire staff, he is tied into New York. And so if there needs to be an expedited replay without throwing a challenge flag or something, or or New York thinks that they got something wrong, they'll have that further discussion announcement. After a further discussion, uh, the ball will be placed here, or the ball was out of bounds, or whatever. And they're trying to expedite all of that stuff to keep it from stopping and slowing the game down. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. We'll get Jerry back in here in just a couple of minutes. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. CBS Sports Network. Jerry is here with a sports update. What is going on, Jerry? Uh, we are brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh, human-grade dog food delivered right to your door and brought to you by Jackpocket. Order official state lottery games on your phone. I have an interesting question for yeah. you. What's the best, as a man, what's the best compliment you've ever been given? It might have happened yesterday when Boomer said to me after I hit like four fairways in a row, he said to me, if you keep driving the ball like that, you'll be able to play with anyone. And I said, I'm never going to forget that. It happened yesterday. Okay. <clears throat> Fair enough. You're talking about like a compliment from a woman, though? Could it be. Very, it was a very... Could be from a man. It was a very emotional moment that we had yesterday. Yeah, I know. Okay. Nice. What would be your biggest compliment, Boomer? I think Al talking about my schween. <laughs> Huh. I actually didn't think I'd get anything, uh, any comp to this story, but I just did. Uh, so there's a video out there um, of Drake apparently oh. in bed with a woman. Yeah, is that is that him? Did they well, confirm that it's him? 
Here's what I will tell you. Uh, his buddy sent a voicemail to him, which yeah. is on video, yeah. where he is basically saying how blessed he is as a singer. He is blessed as a performer. He is blessed as this, as that. And he's blessed for the size missile he has. <laughs> yeah, missile. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this picture, if it's real and it's him, it, I mean, it's. I don't know that it's not him. Yeah. Um, like, I don't think they've denied it. Yeah. I, I, well, why would you? <laughs> you well, that's fair. Saying? That's fair too. That yeah, is no. fair too. Yeah, that um, I actually didn't see a picture of it. It was it was blurred out. I didn't see I the saw. photo. I just saw the uh, the voicemail from his friend. Yeah, yeah. As he did it on a live stream. <laughs> Huge penis. All right, that's nice. All right, <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> well, that's nice. <laughs> well, that's nice. That's a nice. How do you like me now? Frank penis. That's nice. <laughs> okay. Adam here makes a ton of sense. Okay, we move on. Eddie, anybody ever tell you you have a nice missile? No. <laughs> All right, so we get... <laughs> we move on to the NFL here. I had never heard, I didn't hear this coming into this week. Chris Jones of the Chiefs. Now, he's the one that held out, right? A few weeks to begin yes, the season. to begin the season, Got yes. the contract for the year. They were asking him the possibility of this game Sunday being his last game. Now, what's not clear to me is if they mean as a Chief or if he's going to go into retirement. Either way, here was his answer. I haven't thought about it, man. Um, if it is, it is. If it's not, it's not. I don't really worry about it. Um, I'm worried about winning a Super Bowl, most importantly. But if it is, it is. If it's not, it's not. It ain't a big deal. My guess would be as a chief, but I'm not sure. Yeah, he's not retiring. I mean, you know, he's still right in the middle of his prime. He's still a really good player. And somebody will give him a huge contract. It just may be that the Chiefs can't afford can't him. Right. Well, a guy that does have a nice contract, and rightfully so, is Patrick Mahomes. Here he is talking about the challenge of winning year after year, even though with the salary cap, you've got a basically a rotating roster. Whatever their team needs, they'll go out there and do. Um, and uh, the roster's always going to change. Um, I, I, I explain that to every single player that's here. You never know if you're going to be back in this game again. Um, and so try to maximize your moment, maximize your opportunity, and uh, see what you can do in order to make a memory that will last forever. Mm, well, he's certainly done that for sure. The team they're playing, the 49ers, Brock Purdy's the quarterback. He's been in the headlines because apparently people think he looks like Lee Harvey Oswald, which he kind of does. Uh, but as a football player, here's Christian McCaffrey just throwing bouquets at him. He's the leader of this team. Um, everything starts with him. Uh, he's one of the best players I've ever played with. Uh, and to, to be able to do it just in his second year, I think, you know, what he's done, not just if you look at the numbers, you know, and you, you didn't put his name at it, you would you would be in awe. Agreed. I also saw when you look at quarterback stats, isn't it yards per attempt yes. a big one? It's the big one. So, so then why do people call him a game manager if he led the NFL oh, in that stat? It's all crap. You know, the, um, Patrick Mahomes was the game manager in the second half last week against the Baltimore Ravens. They didn't even score any points. True. But he didn't turn the ball over, managing the game, field position game, and all this other crap. Um, you know, this kid is in a very intricate offense calling plays is not easy getting formations right snapping the ball where a guy you know is supposed to be when he's in motion and doing all of those little nuanced things you know this most of this criticism about being a game manager or a system quarterback comes from people who could never even remotely come close to running the intricate offense that the 49ers have I'm just telling you that. I know, I know like firsthand. Cam, like Cam Newton, you're saying? He, he could never run the offense. Yeah. Never. And it is intricate. It is most so many moving parts. 
Uh, every week is different from Kyle Shanahan. Uh, sure, they got great players around him, but I would say the same thing about Joe Montana. Joe Montana had great players around him, had a great coach that designed this West Coast offense that he flourished in. And that's why I said they, they very, they compare favorably physically Montana and Brock Purdy. Uh, same type of body, same type of athlete, same type of arm release and pass and catchable balls. And he is extremely accurate. And here is one from Purdy. Obviously, you hear clips like the one we just played from McCaffrey on uh, when he believes he earned the trust of his teammates. Even through those three games that we lost in a row, um, you had guys on defense, Dre Greenlaw, Fred, Eric Armstead, like all those guys continue to come up to me and say, dude, we got your back. You know, this is the NFL. It's not easy. And so um, it was in those moments that I knew I was all right. These guys got my back and we can go. And how about the fact, I don't know if you, he was, um, he wanted to draft Purdy, but was overruled when he was at Carolina. He used to tell guys not Brock Purdy, we're like, do not, do not fall for his pump fake, right? Because Brock would come out, he'd pump fake. And first game, he gets, he's 10 yards down the field, he pump fakes, our DBs are jumping. I'm like, guys, he's past the line of scrimmage. So a lot of respect for Brock. I was going to get to that, but the point is that he says he wanted to draft him. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, you know, there are guys that are claiming that they wanted to draft Patrick Mahomes. There are guys that are claiming they wanted to draft Dan ben McAdoo, Marino, right? Yeah, well, yeah. we all know about Ben McAdoo, but how about the, how about all the teams that passed over uh, Dan Marino? Yeah. Oh, and now they look back. Oh, I really wanted him. You know, I was a player personnel guy for this team, and you know, I was fighting a good fight, but I couldn't get it through because the owner wanted some other jackass. <laughs> Understood. It happens every year. Yes. Uh, you got the Knicks home for Dallas tonight. Jalen Brunson questionable with the ankle. OG Ananobi ruled out. This one is from uh, Tiki Barber yesterday. Oh. Now, we've heard many people talk about Tibbs and the way he plays his players. So Tiki clearly not happy that the Knicks have injured players with this head coach doing things the way he does things. Tom Thibodeau, who is stuck in his ways on... I'm only going to play these seven guys. Maybe this eighth guy will get it's 35 seconds, right? I'm going to play these guys 43 minutes a night. I'm going to I'm going to grind them because that's what we need to do to win. It's great until something like this happens. Now, I understand his point, but he turned his ankle. Yeah, I mean, normally they play nine guys, not seven. Uh, they are already missing a number of starters, are. Uh, including Mitchell Robinson, Julius Randle, and, and OG Ananobi. So the bench is going to be shorter anyway. And a guy like Precious Achua is going to play 40 minutes in a game. So I think it's just happenstance. I, part of uh, Tiki's criticism I do agree with because we've all said it yeah. ab- about the rotation and the minutes that certain guys play. Well, the Julius Randle injury, you could say that he, he shouldn't have been in there and that ended up being a, a pretty big injury. The OG Ananobi one, I mean, he, he, just, he just got here. Uh, no one knew what the hell was going on with that. Bone spurs. And the Jalen Brunson one, I mean, he just, that could happen at any point. It could happen. Don't, don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> but, don't, but don't forget what happened. The Knicks went out to a big lead. Brunson was taken off the court. Yes. And then they had to put him well, back why? in. Right. Because Memphis was making a run. run. Right, exactly. Yeah, win the game. That's right. Yeah, you uh, think he meant to say kiss my ass or just go, like, go kiss go. ass? I've never heard go kiss ass. Who is this? Tiki. Tiki. Let's said, hear it. Go kiss ass, dude. That's pretty go clear. Kiss, that says go kiss ass. No, I know, but you think you I meant to say kiss well, my ass? Well, let me ass, ask you dude. this. You would never throw the go in front of that. Yeah, it's just weird. Wait, go what, what, kiss You ass. know what the context he was talking about? He was in a fight with a caller about something, and then he goes, go kiss ass, dude. I've heard that before. Really? I, I don't not. kiss my ass. Go kiss somebody else's ass. <laughs> 
Go kiss Peter Schwartz's ass. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard go kiss ass, dude. But I love it. That's all I want to. I mean, I have to credit him every time I use it. But I, I, I am now. That's what I'm going to say to people. Go kiss ass, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Trade deadline today uh, at 3 p.m. College basketball, Seton Hall beat Georgetown 76-70. All right, let's get to your guy, Peter Lavilla. This was before uh, last night's game between the Rangers and the Lightning. Now, Jonathan Quick wound up starting in goal again. Uh, so if you were wondering if there's anything going on between Quick, Shosturkin, what Lavilla's thinking, is there a change coming? Here was Lavilla. Fortunate situation where, you know, we've got two good goaltenders. And um, coming off the All-Star break, it was a plan for Chesty just to get some work in, some practice time, and prepare himself for the final stretch run. And he said uh, the goal, or the idea was for there was always scripted that Quick was playing these first two games out of the break, yes. and now Shesterkin, you would think, will go forward and be well, back Well, they behind. play in Chicago, one of the worst teams in a league, is their next game. So let's throw Shesterkin out there to win that game and play well in that game. But, you know, again... Tampa only had 19 shots on goal yeah, last night. And he stopped 18 of them. Right. But that's that's how you, you get a good goal. You don't need a guy to make, you know, 44 out of 45 shots. You need defense. You need to keep the puck out of the middle of the ice. And you need to get the puck out of your zone. And you need to score, as we hear Kenny Albert on TNT. He's one of the best goals in the league east to west. Oh, here we got a goal. Take it away, so Henrik Lundqvist, Kenny Albert, one nothing there. The Rangers win three one. BC would also add an empty net goal. Uh, Johnny Brzezinski, he had a goal. Here was quick after How about that. Bottom, bottom six. Johnny Brzezinski, yes. Three goals out of the bottom six, man. That was a nice sight. Here was quick. There's no question that Shesterkin's our guy. He's, he's best in the world, man. It's uh, honestly, I, I learned so much from just watching him in practice, and um, you know his work ethic and everything that he brings to the table every day, practice days, game days. It's you know, it's uh, it's impressive. All right, I think a lot of this stuff comes also from the national media that is covering the Rangers. And the Rangers had like a six-week span there where they were a 500 team. They weren't playing great. And Chesterker wasn't playing great. And you look at his goals against, and you look also as a save percentage, and you're like, man, he's in a slump. And then, of course, Jonathan Quick, you know, one of the great goaltenders of his era, comes in here and outplays everybody's expectations. This is what's going to drive the conversation about should they be playing this guy, shouldn't they be playing that guy. And in hockey, it's the same thing as like a quarterback in football. Like, who's your starter? Yep. Everybody loves the backup when the starter's not playing well. Lightning Islanders tonight, Devils Flames tonight, and a couple of odds and ends here. Number one, aliens, maybe. Eddie. A radio station in Alabama, WJLX, quite confused. Why would they be confused? Because their 200-foot broadcast tower has disappeared. A 200-foot radio broadcast tower, gone. Wow. Aliens? No, it's probably some or guy named Thievius. How the hell you get a 200-foot tower out of there? I don't know. Maybe Spike took it to use it for IP or Come something. Come on. That's bizarre. Yeah, I got to read more about that. Oh, so you saw this story? No, oh. no. I just heard hearing it now, but it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense because it's 200 feet of steel. 
that just disappeared. Show and then, yourselves, aliens. No, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly, Stephen A. Smith does a podcast, as we know, and at the very end of his podcast, he takes uh, questions from uh, listeners. Uh, here he explains a question that he did receive. 50 hawks, 10 crocodiles, 3 brown bears, 15 wolves, 1 hunter with a rifle, 7 buff cape buffaloes, 10,000 rats, 5 gorillas, 4 lions. Pick 2 to defend you while the others attack you. The goal is to survive 1 hour. What would you take? Well, all right, so I was I, I have I to hear I have to hear it again. Zoo, now now that, that I know what the question is. Play that clip again. 50 hawks, 10 crocodiles, 3 brown bears, 15 wolves, 1 hunter with a rifle, 7 buff cape buffaloes, 10,000 rats, 5 gorillas, 4 lions. Pick two to defend you while the others attack you. The goal is to survive 1 hour. I have an answer. It's the guy with the rifle and it's the 3 brown bears. Okay. I do like that he called it gorillas. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like the uh, the alligators. Okay, and the lions. Fair like, enough. What is going to eat an alligator? What's going to get an alligator? A gorilla is going to beat up an alligator. A bear, well, you get two bears on one alligator. I I would take that match. But you got three alligators. I think he said ten alligators. Oh, ten alligators. I thought you said three. Now where would you go? I would probably go with the bears. Okay, because the gorillas. You get to pick two. Yeah, and you get the guy with the rifle. Just shoot the alligator, bang bang, just like that. All right. Now, how many boats do you get? That I don't know. In a rifle, hey, eight, but, but point six. You know, the fact of the matter is, what in the uh, in the animal kingdom is going to eat an alligator? I mean, I feel like a bear could kill an alligator and eat it. Oh, that bear! That the alligator would rip the bear's leg off. No, I don't think so. Not- Here is the answer. His answer. So the lions and the 10,000 rats, I don't see how you're going to beat that. 10,000 rats, how you going to beat that? That's easy to me. That's my first choice. I'm thinking about 10,000 rats beating all of them. I thought you would have picked the rats. No, because no, rats don't do anything. Yeah. They just scurry around. Right. They're not right. going to attack anybody. Yeah, right. right. And, you know, it's, it's like the Russian army in the Battle of Stalingrad just keeps throwing people at it <laughs> until you run out of people and they never ran out he of is, people. He is right, though. The lion's the king of the jungle. Yeah, I'm just telling you, alligator, man. A, a nasty, hungry alligator on my side, I'll take every you, time. You ever watch those guys that actually go wrestle the yeah. alligators? So that's why I, that's why I don't want to go alligator because these guys can wrestle alligators and win. There's nobody out there right. wrestling bears. I go li- lion and bears. Lions, yeah, lion lion. And bears. But I think the gun is a huge thing. Mm, yeah, uh, but if you're being charged by all of them and you only got one shot, at it, it ain't a machine gun. It's a rifle. I mean, could you imagine? Like I, I could see like ten thousand rats coming at at you. And you have the alligator just chowing down like it's a buffet. <laughs> you know, we talked about buffets the last couple of days. Yeah, it'd yeah. be a hell of a buffet for those alligators. Yes, it would. There you uh, go. Do you see <clears> the <throat> guy who climbed the sphere yesterday? Yeah, we were talking about that this morning. <clears throat> what was yeah. that an official climb or was it an unofficial climb? I think unofficial. I think a guy just got up somehow on the, the sphere. So the amazing thing about the sphere, the outside of it, is all these little boxes that gives it the ability to show all these different. You know, um, all these different images on it. So I wonder if he broke any of the boxes. I I don't know. Doesn't look like it because the sphere has been, I mean, seen it like, well, actually, you wouldn't know if one or two of those were out. Probably wouldn't. You'd have to break a bunch of them. 
and I don't think I don't know if this was a thing where this guy's trying to get attention. This is what he does, or just some crazed maniac. But you got his name? Uh, no, I, I just see the the viral postage. This is a person has climbed the sphere. Mm. So, Dummy. Yeah, <laughs> Tummy is right. All right, Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Built Ford Tough Studio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right, Boomer and Geo on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Live from the win. You, okay, just making sure there wasn't another white claw <laughs> to make sure if that first day was that Monday. Boomer <clears throat> started off the week with a nice little white claw at uh, 6 a.m., which well, is uh, 3 a.m. It looked a lot uh, like the Celsius drink that I'm drinking right now, yes. <laughs> it's just- that was the first thing By the that way, happened. Go, this go week. grab one of those white claws out of that refrigerator and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know, I know. I know. But then when you tasted it, you were, were we, what were you thinking? I, I wasn't thinking. It was very early on that Monday morning. I did not get a lot of sleep when we first got here. Yeah. I, I really haven't gotten any sleep at all since we've been here. I know. Quite frankly, yeah. I'm, we're, I know we're trying to stay on East Coast time. It's virtually impossible. Yeah. At this point, it's like, forget it. You know? Yes. I mean, and then I look at. Basically, when the show is over tomorrow, then at least for us that are staying here, not you, but me, Al, and, and Eddie, and I know Jerry's going home, that's that's when the rest will come in at that point. Although we have to change hotels. That is true. Yes, we are. So, unfortunately. And tonight, we do have the Breitling party. Yes. Yeah. As Breitling is unveiling their Super Bowl 58 watch, one of 58 watch, or it's only 58 watches made. Uh, 18 of those watches are... Uh, solid red gold, which are beautiful. And the other ones, uh, the other 40 have a black strap on it with the red gold. See, look at this. Look at how close these are. <laughs> is, that, is that not close? Yeah, it's close. I mean, it's a, the white can about the same size with the, the black font on it. Yeah, yeah, so if you come in here like with your eyes closed in the morning <laughs> and you see the, you can't really see the white claw and it looks, mm-hmm. they look identical. <laughs> so whatever, I'll have a white claw on Friday. Tomorrow. Okay, all right, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> if you were walking around that first day here, white girl drunk on white clothes. <laughs> but anyway, the party tonight and come dressed appropriately. 
Okay. Yeah, I packed a nice shirt, and I haven't worn <clears> my black <throat> jeans yet, so they're fresh out oh, of the right. wash. Fresh Ooh, black jeans, I like it. Black jeans, button down, and I actually bought a brought a jacket. Oh, oh no! Nice. Okay, Eddie, I'm very proud of you. <laughs> Look Thank at you, that. sir. I mean, it's gonna be you know some high rollers there tonight. So, oh yeah, be some NFL yeah. muckety mucks there that are Ooh. part of this because the NFL has supported this, obviously. NFL muckety mucks. Yeah, because the back of the watch has the Super Bowl Fifty Eight logo on it, and it is beautiful. So, what type of muckety mucks are we talking here? Big time. Big time? Big time. I think so, yes. Roger Goodell? No, I don't know about him, but other people that you know. Our guy Hans? He may be there, yeah. Oh, I love Hans. Well, Hans actually likes us, right? Yes. Yeah, he loves yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. Probably so, the few, one of the few broadcasters that he actually does like. Right. <laughs> so, you got to be finger foods or something? I, I don't know. There'll Will probably Schwartz be something be there. there. <laughs> no, I don't think Schwartz was invited. I'm sorry. <laughs> with that giant shirt, he rolls in there. What kind bit. of wristband would he need for that watch? Oh my god! Yeah, extra large, well, double extra large. Yeah, yeah. So uh, is that no? It's perfect. But you can't have Schwartz show up at something with his muckety mucks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. He would uh, attach right on him. We're right. talk about a leech spot. Hundred percent leech spot. Right. So it'd be good. We're going to be uh, at one of the Brightling boutiques, which will be beautiful. You saw one here in this uh, hotel. So yeah, and they, and you said that they had one of the uh, the watches there, or no? They had the uh, display of the what the back of the uh, Super Bowl watch. Looks oh, it like. was okay, good. Hey, why yeah. do we have it here? The the win. Why do we have to go all the way over to the other place? Uh, because this is where Breitling asked us to go. That's what you do when somebody is supporting your foundation. You kind of follow their lead. Yeah, yeah. You know I, I just mean? thought maybe you'd be like, ah, you know, I got a busy schedule. I'm staying in the wind. Can we move it over to the wind store? Yeah. But I have to say, it's amazing. So Brightling's been with us for 30 years. 30 years. They've wow. been our longest standing partner with our foundation. And the NFL and Brightling came together, I want to say about four months ago, to put this whole thing together. And it's not easy to put something like this together. And uh, both the NFL and Brightling said, hey, we got to get this done. We want to do it. And the NFL is supporting us with all their royalties. And Breitling's uh, giving us a big portion of the sale of the watch. And that's how we will raise the money coming back. Plus, they're giving me a watch to be able to auction off at our black tie dinner. Ooh, all right. So hopefully uh, we'll get a nice uh, pretty penny for that as well. Oh, the NFL Today guys wearing the Breitling watch on Sunday? Not that particular watch, but they all get watches every year. Oh, okay. So like this one I'm wearing right now, I think is Phil Simms' favorite. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yes, so they've, they've been a great partner and I can't say enough, uh, to how much they mean to us and mean to me personally and, and leading, you know, down the road with us, raising as much money as we have with their products. Is this a walk spot for us, Eddie? Or are we taking a car tonight? Oh, it could be a walk spot. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's over by Caesar where we kind of were yesterday. Yeah. Closer. Yeah. Yeah. I think, it, yeah, I think it might walk. Eddie likes to walk. He walked yesterday over by the Bellagio Fountains. Mm-hmm. Yep. You walk six miles to UNLV. Well, three and three, yeah. Three and three, yeah. Okay. And then walk down to the Bellagio, then walk back with Alan Gina. Yeah. I mean, you are you got your steps in, man. It's starting to get more and more crowded now. Oh, yeah. Yep. This is where it starts to turn. Super Bowl week really starts to turn on Thursday. And for us, it's just been the same every day. But a radio row, I'm sure, now... Uh, like later in the day is going to be just insane, insane and stupid. Where is it? I don't even know where it is. Mandalay Bay. It's at Mandalay Bay? It's at Mandalay Bay where Peter Schwartz is staying. Oh, so okay. they have a big ex- exposition center over there, and it's in that area. And by the way, the Mandalay Bay is right across the street from Allegiant Stadium. Oh, okay. You know, the, the, the highway goes in between them, but I think there's a 
a bridge where you can walk across the highway to get to Allegiant Stadium from the Mandalay Bay. Are they making you go over to Radio Row and do interviews? Not that I know of. Okay, good. Well, I believe me, I, I will be on the do not disturb list from 10 o'clock on. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 